Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. Hope you're all having a great day wherever you are. So I'm on my bed again, recording on my phone. So I'm trying to make it a habit almost to be at the same place doing the same exact thing every time I record so that my brain will accept that this is going to be my new routine. Every week, same time, same place, same thing with a cup of coffee on my side, my laptop on my, on my lap, and my phone recording this. <laughs> so today I woke up feeling good. Like, I think it's going to be a good day. I don't know what it is, but I feel good. And I'm so happy that I'm feeling this way. Last week was good for me. Honestly, I needed a lazy weekend. Last week was definitely lazy. So one major thing that happened was that I had a photo shoot for this brand that I've always wanted to work with. And it was the most insane photo shoot. The location was crazy. Oh my God, you guys, the location was in the middle of the desert. It was this retreat called uh, Misk Moon. If you're ever in the UAE or if you live around Dubai, Sharjah, please go and check it out. It's literally the most gorgeous place in the country. It's like little domes with a private pool and the scenery is just stunning. It was literally a full day shoot. We went there at three in the morning and we got back to Dubai at 6 p.m. So it was like more than more than 12 hours, but honestly, one of the best experiences. Can't wait for it to come out so I can share it. And yeah, I'm just so excited because it's a major, major milestone for me. And the fact that I worked with this dream brand, like it's, I'm still not over it. Um, other than that, this past week, I couldn't get in my daily run or any workout because I got baby Botox on my forehead and apparently you're not allowed to work out or sweat for a whole week so it was nice I'm not gonna lie it was nice to take a break but the fact that I'm missing my daily run is so strange to me because literally two months ago I couldn't even think about running without feeling sick and let alone actually want to do it like or like doing it it's crazy it's crazy how changing one thing about yourself like affects everything else and yeah i just i'm i'm it's just it's just crazy <laughs> um also i wanted to mention thank you so much to anyone that listened to the last episode and that to anyone that actually reached out because that is just so motivating for me to continue the fact that some of you actually like took time out of your day to message me and tell me how inspired you felt or motivated you felt to do the things that you were putting off because of my episode. It makes my heart so warm and I'm so, so happy and I'm so glad that I could do that. Honestly, that was like the highlight of my week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode as well. So on today's episode, I want to talk about a couple things. First of all, I want to talk about being a minimalist. That is me. (laughs) 
and I want to talk about its relation to fashion and my opinion on fast fashion. These are like the major things that I want to cover today because something happened this week that triggered me and I really want to talk about it. Okay, so I think I can confidently call myself a minimalist when it comes to my clothes, my style, and basically my living space. So let me paint the picture for you guys. I currently live with my family and I have a small room. It's not, it's not much, okay? In my room right now, I do not have a closet. I literally have a chest of drawers that has my clothes in it. My entire closet fits into four, a set of four drawers. That's it. So I think I am a minimalist because that's all I have in the room. It's just this chest of drawers, my bed, and a desk. That's it. So how does this relate to what I'm going to be talking about today? Um, growing up, I... I'm, okay, I'm going to talk about fashion for a second and like my style and how it evolved over time. So growing up, I would shop at the same places all my friends would shop. So Forever 21, Limited 2 for the OGs, the 90s kids who know that store, you know it. Um, all these like, you know, fast fashion places. Fast fashion was not even a concept that I understood when I was a teenager because that was not talked about at all. It was never mentioned to us the effects of fast fashion on the environment or how they mistreated the people that worked for them. Nothing. Literally never mentioned in school, never mentioned around, you know, adults in my life, never mentioned anywhere. So for me, that concept was not even reality. Um, I just wanted to fit in. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to, you know, be part of the trends and, and just feel good about myself. And that was the way to do it, right? So that was like my habit when I was in school, like teenager growing and going into high school. And so after high school, I had started to gain weight like really fast and these stores that I used to shop at no longer served me. They no longer had my sizes. I could not fit in anything. And I got really, really depressed with, with time because I, I couldn't fit in anymore. I couldn't fit in and feel cool or, or follow the trends because I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to shop. I, I couldn't find anything. And I hated it. I used to be so depressed every time I had to go shopping. And I would only make that decision to go to the mall only for Eid. Because, you know, growing up, Eid is the only time that you would go and splurge and like get new clothes and stuff. So that was like twice, uh, twice a year that I would force myself to go because I hated shopping. It, it was so funny how 
drastic. It went from me loving shopping and I would go almost every weekend with my friends and buy one thing from the mall to not wanting to go to the mall at all just because no one could help me find my sizes and there were no shops that served my sizes. And so sad because we live in a world, I mean, especially this region, we're not the standard sized people. We're not, I mean, what is standard anyway? They were never inclusive and that's what really put me off from shopping. So in order to get the pieces that I wanted, the one the one way that I, I did it was I would get inspired. First of all, I'd get inspired by the design on the internet or on my friends or whatever, wherever I see a piece that I liked and I knew that I couldn't get it because I wouldn't find my size. I would um, go to this local tailor that I had in my area here in Dubai and I would just like basically design it and like buy the material that I wanted and then just give it to them and they would tailor it for me. And I did that for so long because that was the only way I would get, get something that would fit my body and fit me right, but also look like the stuff that I would want to wear because that was not available for me. And I did it for so long. I got a lot of my friends into it because that way you know what goes into it. You know um, that the material is going to be good. You know that it's not going to get ruined fast. You know that if you wash it, it's not going to shrink because there's a lot of thought behind it. And you got it in a, in, in, in a different color maybe or you got it in a different silhouette than what you actually saw and it fit better so you feel better about yourself and I yeah I just did that for so long and uh, with time I started to like reduce the amount of clothes that I had so I w one thing I love doing is purging my closet I almost do this on a monthly basis I go through everything that I own and I see whether I would want to keep that piece or not and if I don't want to keep it I would just put it in a bag and give it away I'd rather uh, it have life than it stays in my closet and collect dust so this has been a habit that I've had with me since I was a kid, actually, because my mom hated clutter and she would make us go through our closet and just see what we wanted and what we didn't and just give give away the rest. I just, yeah, I carried that since my childhood and I, I'm still doing this today. I still do the same thing. Um, anyway with time i started really cutting down on on the pieces that i had and then i w I, st I stopped for a while i stopped shopping completely it was literally reusing the same clothes i had in my closet over and over and over again and i would mix and match and come up with new outfits from the pieces that i own i would take from my mom's closet i would borrow from my sister's closet but i would never like just go to the mall and buy a new piece and i did that for years it's crazy like i think since i was 17 all the way to probably 22 23 i was just reusing the same clothes in my closet i would occasionally buy one thing 
or two but like it would never be like a full shopping spree where i go and like change up my closet it would just be that and i enjoyed that because i always looked like i had new clothes but it was literally the same pieces and then when i got to university i made a lot of friends who were into fashion and they introduced me to thrifting and that blew my mind because i thought thrifting was only a concept in europe and in the us it's not here we don't have thrift shops and there's no one that would sell their clothes and there's no way i could buy second hand or vintage pieces and i was blown away that this was also available here and i was so sad that i didn't know about it earlier so here in dubai or in the uae thrifting is not as common as it is abroad but it's available so there are certain shops here called i'm not really sure how to pronounce it but i think it's called uk uk and they're like filipino owned shops where they would have like piles of clothes and you just have to dig through and find the pieces that you want to buy and some of them sell by kilo some of them sell by pieces it really depends so these are the shops that are really like widely available here in dubai in abu dhabi in sharjah everywhere and each shop has different collections and you just go and it's your luck and they almost have like a weekly um new collection or new drop and then yeah that's where it started for me i started going to these shops and i would find the most amazing pieces and they're so unique and they're not stuff that you would find in in the mall or in stores and i just enjoyed that process because it was like a trip i would go with friends and we would walk around the streets and then we would go into different stores find pieces sometimes you're lucky sometimes you're not and yeah it, it just it just made that it brought back that love that i had for shopping all over again and i started doing that but again i would keep it very minimal i would buy the things that i i knew that i would use over years and years and it's so crazy like I completely stopped shopping from a lot of stores. Not going to lie, I still buy some pieces that I see from like Mango, H&M. I try my best to avoid Zara. I I don't know why. I just it's one store that I really I I just I just avoid it. And if I have anything that is Zara it would be second hand or it would be from years and years ago. I think I have a pair of le- like a like a pair of leather pants or a leather skirt that I bought probably 6 years ago from Zara and I still to this day own it. And yeah, so my my style had evolved and I became minimal also in the way I dress and I am more of like I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, to be honest, I I wear anything and everything, but I just keep it minimal. I like neutral colors. Um if I'm going to add a pop of color, it would be from my bag or my shoes, but that's about it in terms of my style. That's how it evolved. It went from like being very trendy and following what everyone else is doing to finding my own style and finding what suited my body and what made me feel good actually and 
yeah another place that i like to shop secondhand from is depop ebay the luxury closet these are like cool cool places you find amazing stuff um i like the luxury closet for like high-end um luxury brands so like i like to invest in some pieces and this is a good option especially that vinted is not available here i mean vistair collective is another option as well but like there these are like the online um consignment stores and they carry really cool stuff and you can find amazing bags and shoes even jewelry but for really good prices and again you're giving life to vintage or old pieces so why not and depop ebay obviously these are other places i like also asos marketplace a lot of it is vintage and some of them are local brands like small brands that are based in like the uk and stuff um you find a lot of cool cool pieces there so yeah so i just wanted to touch base on fast fashion and how it affects us the planet that we live on and the environment and the people that work for these brands so just a few facts basically fast fashion contributes to 10 percent of the carbon emission that is so high for i think even it's more than 10 percent. i think right now it's more than 10 percent because of companies like shein for example it triggers me so much when i see someone shopping from shein because I know how horrible it is and I know that it's a sweatshop and and they abuse physically and verbally abuse their workers and they underpay them and the environment is so bad for these workers and the quality of the stuff that they produce is so 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 bad but there are people that still promote that company and still talk about it and like advertise about it like as if it's good and they just completely are ignorant about it's their effect on how um on the planet and how the people that work there are being treated and yeah so fast fashion at the moment contributes to a little bit more than 10 percent of the carbon emission and all the clothes that are produced in fast fashion are usually um, thrown out by the people that shop from fast fashion and they end up in landfills that are unfortunately burned and yeah, more carbon emission and more damage to the environment, more damage to the atmosphere, more damage to the air that we breathe, but people are still gonna be ignorant and they're gonna still shop from there and we no longer have that issue but i don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon so if you as an individual can do something to help just do it i know that one person will not make a difference in this world but if all of us collectively individually do stuff to help this planet to help the environment to help be sustain being more sustainable even just to bring awareness to it just do it because you don't know who you might inspire you don't know who you might push to change their habits and that's why i am here talking to you guys about it i know it's like 
I'm ranting, but it just triggers me and it 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 pisses me off that it's still normalized and that yeah, a lot of my friends still wear Shein. A lot of my friends still wear from like companies like Pretty Little Thing and I don't know. I I don't even remember the names of the other brands, but I just wish that we all try and change that habit. I understand that it's more affordable, but I'd rather wear the same 10 pieces I have in my closet than buy from these companies. That's the difference. That's the difference that people should make. But yeah, I still have hope. I still have hope that people are going to wake up and realize the damage that it's doing to us because our future is affected so badly by the current state in the fashion world. And I'm not just talking about Shein and Pretty Little Thing. I'm talking about all these big corporations that take advantage of us as consumers and make make things trendy and make things available for lower prices and just fool us into buying it. I just hope that they all perish one day and just disappear. One thing I would advise you guys to do is to go through your clothes and get rid of the stuff that you don't touch, that you don't wear. And you're going to feel so good after because first of all, you're going to know what you have. You're not going to have the clutter. You're going to have space and you're just going to feel good to give that piece that you haven't touched in six months or in a year new life somewhere to someone that would actually give it new life and that would wear it and and enjoy that piece even if it is a fast fashion piece just give it away this is also another thing about sustainability that i believe so i think i think there are people who still buy from these places because they can afford that and it's available to them but i really think you being sustainable it really depends on how you take care of your piece and how you uh, use it and basically if you're gonna buy something from zara for example and you're gonna keep it for a month and then get rid of it like throw it out that's when you're wrong because that's when you're harming the environment it's gonna end up in a landfill somewhere you um could have given it another life you could have helped someone else but you chose to be ignorant and you chose to just get rid of it because you're following trends but if you buy a piece from zara and you know that you're gonna use it for the next year two three four whatever however long and if you didn't you would give it away that's that's the difference that's where you're trying your best to be sustainable within the means available to you that's what i believe um i would love to hear your opinions on that i would love to hear what you guys think another way for me to be sustainable or to stick to my beliefs is by supporting local brands there are a lot of people here in dubai that have amazing brands and they try their best to be sustainable they they 
have good quality pieces. It's going to be a little more pricey. Obviously, you're paying a small brand that is manufacturing locally. It's going to be a little more pricey. But if you could support it, then why not? So that was the episode. That was my rant. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I would love to hear your opinion on it and your opinion on everything that I discussed. Because this is an important issue that we need to keep talking about. We need to bring awareness and... If we are not doing the talking, then the new generation will not know anything about that. And these big organizations and these big corporate companies that are just making so much money off of us will keep making money and will keep destroying this planet and will keep exploiting poor people. But this is my two piece on it. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.